Hello, everybody, and welcome to this uh, Rangers review transfer special. You could call it that uh, as we dig into uh, prospective Rangers signing Todd Catwell. We believe it's edging ever closer uh, his potential move from Norwich City to Ibrox. And I'm delighted to say we're joined uh, by Chris Reeve from the, the hugely popular Norwich City podcast, uh, Talk uh, Norwich. Uh, thank you very much for coming on, Chris. It's a pleasure having you on. No worries, Derek. It's uh, it's a pleasure to come on. And thank you so much for uh, mentioning our Kenny McLean podcast the other day. Of course, he's uh, still uh, toying with the idea of, I think, coming coming up north to, to you boys. I must admit, it's quite something me coming on a blue and white channel. So you should, you know, not take this for granted. <laughs> but I want to be clear, this is yellow, not white. OK, so you'll have to let me go with green, with green and yellow. <laughs> It's funny you mentioned Kenny McLean. Uh, we we were actually set to uh, we, we do these daily videos um, a, few, a couple of months back when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was, was sacked. We actually planned to talk about Kenny McLean in that uh, interview he gave you guys about potentially moving back north, and then uh, yeah, the agenda was uh, ripped up and, and thrown uh, in the bin. So uh, yeah, so uh, whether that, that move materializes at some point, who knows? But we're here to talk about Todd Cantwell, Chris. Um, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of Rangers fans excited at the possibility of him uh, arriving uh, at Rangers. Uh, I asked him to, I, I recall, um, a couple, I lived down south and I covered a couple of Norwich games uh, when he was breaking through in the team and always struck me as a, a player of supreme talent. Sort of uh, fell away in the last couple of seasons. But in terms of the player, Todd Cantwell, Chris, what, what can Rangers expect? Well, first of all, your observations are correct, Derek. Um, the last two seasons have been mightily tough for Todd Cantwell. I'm, I'm blessed and grateful to know Todd. Not 100% well, best buds, but we know each other. We talk. Um, we had him on our podcast, and I do want to get a plug in for you Rangers fans. If you want to really understand who Todd is as a as a person, as well as a footballer, go over to Talk Norwich City and type in Todd Cantwell and go and check out our exclusive interview. We did it when we won the title, the championship title up to the Premier League. Um, just been rewarded with a new contract, had the gold medal around his neck and was full of confidence and it was absolutely brilliant. So go and check that out. But yeah, I, th I think from a Norwich City perspective, um, to, to get that out of the way before I go on to what, what, what's in it for you guys, we're quite disappointed. I think because of the fact that Norwich City fans have always known that Todd Cantwell has so much latent potential and we've seen him play some absolutely incredible games for this football club, um, especially in the Premier League, scoring against all the biggest clubs in the in the country, um, in, in, including in the iconic win, the David versus Goliath, 3-2 at Carrow versus Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal. Like this boy, when he's confident, I shouldn't say boy, this man, <laughs> Uh, when he's confident and he's a full flight, he really is the type of player that can turn a game on its head. And I mean, I'm sure we'll go on to it, but, you know, I look at Todd in, in the SPL and I'm not saying that Todd is of that calibre of James Madison, but I think that he could do as much damage. I remember when we loaned James Madison up to Aberdeen and did incredibly well before he then came back to Norwich. Of course, this one will be different, but... Um, I think that Todd has a similar skill set in terms of the twists, the turns, um, the the as I said, the turn the turn of pace, the way that he can dictate play and and, and pull a pass. I think that he's got that um, certainly in his locker. And when the Rangers faithful are behind him, 
he will be a phenomenal player for Rangers. I, I really, really am optimistic of that. He will thrive playing under a, under a, a big, big crowd at the Ibrox. If you want to go and check, I know that Rangers fans will be seeing all of these Todd Cantwell highlights and compilations. And the one I'd recommend that you watch that just shows, it actually says a lot about Todd. Norwich City played Tottenham away in the cup and we won. It was like an absolutely incredible game, obviously incredible result for Norwich. We won on penalties and Todd's in, at the, the new White Hart Lane Stadium and he picks up the ball and he does keepy-ups all the way to the to the penalty spot just because, like, that's just what he did. And then he put it top left and he gave it, like, a little bit of a shush to the fans. And he's got a bit of that swagger about him. And ultimately that has meant that he's had a few haters at Norwich City. That's without a shadow of a doubt. He's very much the modern-day footballer. He likes to do a bit of social media I see that as a positive because it's a way that he can be relatable with supporters and communicate with supporters. Um, he's done some incredible things as well locally. He gives to charity. He's done this thing over the last couple of Christmases where he's in his local town of Deerham. He's um, asked, asked kids to leave green and yellow balloons outside their house and he's turned up and given them like boots and shirts and stuff. So, you know, a great guy and, um, it's such a shame how it ended up at Norwich City because all of the rumours going around about him not wanting to play for the club are absolute rubbish. And I suspect that what we will hear um, in one way, shape or form from Todd in the future is the, I guess, a couple of the, the truths behind what's actually happened because it all sort of started to fall away in the Premier League campaign under uh, Daniel Farker's last Premier League campaign. Yeah. Um, where I believe there was a, uh, a wee bit of misman management there, shall we say? Yeah, I was going to ask that, Chris. Where has it sort of fallen away from him? And is, is, is it sad to see? Because this is a guy every every football club loves to rear their own, don't they? And when they make it in the first time, yeah. it brings so much joy. So um, there must be an element of disappointment at uh, potentially losing uh, Todd. Yeah, that that's what stings for Norwich City fans. You know, the last probably. For, well, we've, we've always managed to uh, bring through some great academy prospects, particularly in the goalkeeper position, um, some fantastic internationals over the years, particularly, I mean, the first time we did it was in the the sort of the, the new Premier League um, era, but we've done it more and more and more recently. And Todd was in the same batch as Max Aarons, as Ben Godfrey, who went to Everton, as Jamal Lewis, who went to Newcastle, you know, and we, we're so proud of, of those players and so Norwich fans are gutted with how it's turned out. I think that the hierarchy at Norwich thought he was going to be able to, um, I guess, take Emmy Buendia's place. It's a huge ask. <laughs> it's a yeah, huge absolutely. ask. And unfortunately, he's not quite lived up to, to those levels. But I think, I think ultimately what I do want to be clear on is, don't get me wrong, this isn't a one-way street. I'm not, I've not got my yellow and green glasses on too much. I'm sure that Todd Cantwell hasn't been at the levels that he's needed to be, which is why he's been dropped. But what I know for sure is that Todd has tried to ask the manager, particularly Dean Smith of late, you know, what can I do to get in the team? Um, but unfortunately, I feel that the decision was already made to, to move him on. But I just think from a Rangers perspective, if I'm a Rangers fan, he's a real wild card. He's a player to get excited yeah. about, but you must get behind him. He is a confidence player. Um, and I think if he's able, if you're able to play him in a role where he has space and time, um, he will do some serious damage in the SPL. 
Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask that. Did you play over in the almost the sort of left hand side, uh, Chris, of the sort of attacking forward line at all? Or is, is he more like a, an eight in there, uh, a battler? Where what's his best position? Do you think? Do you know? I can't really, I can't really give you an answer on that, and and that's because he's played a number of of attacking yeah. roles for City over, over his time. I've always wanted Todd in a number ten. I think he absolutely can play out out wide, but not as well, to be honest. I think yeah. that. The thing that Todd does lack is is the the pace versus other players that are built for pace. Um, so he's not he's not going to be bombing up the line. He's not that type of player, but he is a player that centrally um, could do some very very effective rotations moving forwards for, for Rangers. And as I say, could could do the damage. But in terms of position, you know, make him your own because for the last couple of seasons he's not really had a fixed position at Norwich City or might add at Bournemouth because that's the other. I guess, uh, I guess black mark against his name is he worked under Scott Parker and it didn't work out there either. So it'll be interesting to see where you guys implement him. Yeah. Is it a surprise maybe see them move to Scotland or is it slightly tempered with the fact that he will be joining Rangers who are that obviously a, a global institution, massive club in, the, in their own right? Um, and can you see him, I think you've touched on it before, but excelling in in the league, Scottish football is like unlike any other at times. Some of the, the, the tackles can be a, t- a tiny industrial. It will certainly be, feel like a, a fish out of water at the start, I'd imagine. Well, do you, do you know what? I think you can view that two ways, Derek. I think that I think that the whole thing about aggressive tackles and the physical side of the game, etc. What I like about Todd, and particularly when he comes off the bench, is is he can win a foul all day long. He and I know that yeah. the referees up in Scotland are really dodgy. <laughs> They're really dodgy. But, you know, I think that Todd is a great player off the bench as well. Um, you know, and perhaps that's how you will play him for the rest of this season, right? You know, a player that can come on, twist, turn, win a foul. Um, and, and I think that's 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 a that's that's a real, real positive for, for Rangers. So I, I think that I think he will be able to cope with with that expectation. But in terms of the the why behind it, well, I don't know definitively, to be honest with you, but I I have no shadow of a doubt that, you know, when Rangers come knocking, you dismiss yeah. any other offer. And I'm genuinely not just saying that because I'm on because I'm on this podcast. I think that Todd yeah. would be silly to. And, and also, with love and respect to Rangers, Todd might be thinking, well, if this goes well, I'm going to be looked at at Rangers. I'm not going to be looked at at Blackburn. I'm not going to be looked at That's at PSV. And so I think, actually, from a real, like, you know, maybe selfish perspective as well, I don't think he's thinking that, to be clear. There's there's more than than ten reasons for him to join Rangers, and I think he'll thrive off the supporter base there. Yeah, of course, Dean Smith uh, came and went, uh, and uh, David Wagner in now. Who I must admit, Chris, I think that's a, a terrific appointment for you boys. A great start to his uh, his managerial career yeah. at Carroll Road as well. But uh, you surprised maybe not not see him get a chance under under David. I think his comments recently suggest that he's he's sort of happy with him uh, talking to other clubs and leaving. Yeah, I. I I sound like a broken record here. So yeah, I am just gutted. Um, and I know yeah. that I'm not the only Norwich City supporter that is that because you do feel under David Wagner, he could be um, very effective, but yeah. he is shot for confidence. He's not really been in the picture for, for a couple of seasons. He's he's started literally a couple of games, come on as a sub a few times, but I think ultimately Norwich City have chosen Kieran Dowell over Todd Cantwell, which is an interesting yeah, yeah. move because because Dowell Dino, as I call him, he's not he's not <laughs> been at his levels 
uh, much at all until literally the last game we won 4 0. He scored yeah. two. It was, it was literally a miracle. But maybe Norwich City have, have known that all the time. And, and maybe they've thought Kieran, Todd, Todd's not really been in it for a while. And maybe they, I think ultimately, I think it's best for both parties. I do think Todd needs a fresh start at another club because yeah. of what he's been through with us in terms of the two relegations, in terms of the expectation. Being a homegrown lad, he could do without that pressure. Of course, a whole new level of pressure at Rangers, but one that I think he'll thrive upon. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And I mean, what's what's the general uh, opinion amongst it? The Norwich City support are they split? You're obviously gutted, uh, Chris. Uh, they're potentially uh, losing them. Uh, but how how do the Norwich fans uh, view them? You mentioned there is sort of split opinion uh, when he was coming through. How how do they view him? Well, I don't think he split opinion when he when he came through, to be clear. I think he had 100% backing from all of the Yellow Army at that stage, without a shadow of a doubt. But I think when when you're Norwich and you're in the Premier League and we and literally Delia Smith's down to her last peanuts, bless her heart, <laughs> it's only just now that we, we're getting new investment in. And by the way, I love Delia, to be clear. Um, but what it means is that Norwich City can only do so much. And then when you're Todd Cantwell and you're thrown into the Premier League pool in a team that's getting battered every week, basically. Um, it's it's so, so hard, if that makes sense. So um, I think, um, sorry, Dave, sorry, Derek, what was the question again? Sorry, forgive me. Yeah, no, what, the, the sort of amongst the, the Norwich City support, are they, are they split uh, in terms of how they view Todd? Are some quite happy to see him leave? Yeah, I, I think then what happened, that was the point I was going on to. Uh, this is how heartbroken <laughs> I am that Todd's leaving. I think then what happened after that relegation is, and um, there, there was one thing that happened, right? Our sporting director, Stuart Webber, and I'm not blaming him to be clear, but it didn't help. And um, it was in the period where it was like lockdown and it was like the Premier League restarts, so fans weren't allowed in. And yeah. when we were relegated, Todd was, uh, Todd just sat on the pitch after the game because he was just absolutely gutted. But then Stuart said that, like, you know, he was basically doing it for the cameras or more or less insinuated that he did it for the cameras, which then was sort of the big, the very beginning of the end, really, because then the yeah. fans started getting on his back. And he was effectively the scapegoat. Every club has a scapegoat. He became the scapegoat, despite the fact that he'd scored goals against the biggest clubs in the, in the league. Um, I think after that, it's it's probably been an 80-20 split. Don't get me wrong. The Rangers fans looking from the outside in will see the very loud minority on Twitter but I'd say at least 70%, but probably 80% of the Yellow Army. Todd goes with our blessing and um, he goes yeah. with our backing and, and we want him to have a, an exceptional career because as we sing, he is one of our own and uh, we want to see him fly. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess a warning to Rangers fans is don't just like read like little angry people on Twitter and, and think that that's yeah. gospel. I think that, yeah. I think that when, when Norwich City announced it, you'll see the vast majority of people, including on social media, will, will, will wish him well because he's one of our own and yeah. he's scored some incredible goals. And at the end of the day, he leaves the club with uh, with two winners' medals around his neck. Yeah, he certainly does. And um, of course, he's been, he was linked with big money moves um, a few years ago, wasn't he, Chris? Um, you feel he's at a sort of crossroads in his career at the moment, 24 years of age. This could really, I think Michael Melky Bill has come out and said in the last uh, week or so that he's, he maybe needs to just to reignite his career and he's hoping he can do that. Do you feel he needs that, just that fresh challenge, you think? And maybe, he can, yeah. uh, maybe those big money offers can come around once again. 
That was naughty of Michael Beale, by the way. He, <laughs> he, that was naughty of Michael Beale. But do you know what? He's bang on the money. You know, he he could reignite Cantwell's career, hundred percent, Derek, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and I, and I, and I and I hope and I pray that that he will. Um, I I do also believe that it's it's very much a, a trapdoor moment, isn't it? Really, it's it's yeah. either going to work and he's going to springboard onto even bigger, better things, perhaps someday in the future. He still has got his prime years ahead of him, in my humble opinion. Um, but also, if he's left on the bench at Rangers and you don't have a, a successful season, as you so so um, deem, whatever it is in the in the blue and white world, um, then what you'll see is a, is a Cantwell that won't be so confident. And when you have a Cantwell that's not so confident, that's also lacking minutes, that's where you don't see the best of of, of Todd. Mm. But I, th- I I honestly do think that he's going to hit the ground running at Rangers. I really, really do. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Uh, and just a, a word on your team, uh, Chris. Uh, I mean, we touched on David Wagner coming in. Uh, obviously, had great success at Huddersfield, getting them into the, the Premier League. What's the feeling uh, amongst the, the supporters down at Carroll Road about that appointment? Obviously, terrific start up at Preston, wasn't it? 4-0 win. Uh, is he the right man for you boys? Well, I couldn't believe it. I almost keeled over, Eric. <laughs> I almost keeled over. I couldn't believe it. We've not scored four in, it feels like, 10 years. Like, it's unbelievable. We're all singing Wagner's at the wheel. We're on the book. We're on, we're all, but we're aboard the Wagner wagon and Wagner's taking us to Wembley and we're getting, a, we're getting carried away. But that's because we've been starved of yeah. positive, proactive, entertaining football under Dean Smith and, that's, of course, uh, the Rangers fans that are well-versed in football. The football world will know that Norwich City um, really sort of came into the fore when Daniel Farker took over and, yeah. and played this real positive, attacking, uh, pretty possession-based football. Um, and for some reason, we we flipped to try and stay in the Premier League, and now they've gone back to plan A again. And um, mm-hmm. fingers crossed it worked. It, it's worked. It's, it's a good time to, to be a Norwich fan. Um, I am sad that, that, that Todd's off. I really am. Um, yeah. And I hope that the Rangers fans look after him. And I, and I do have to say one more time, Derek, forgive me. If you want to know the measure of the man, check out the podcast with us. Um, an extremely humble guy um, that will have a bright future. And I sincerely hope that you... you it'll be so weird seeing Todd Campbell in blue and white, by the way. Like, I can't... That's, that's hurting me more than anything. At least it's not Town anyway. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, my God. If it was that, then I would never talk to him again. Um, but no, he goes him a blessing. I wish him all the best, and and I hope that you Rangers boys look after him and give him the confidence that he needs to to be the player that he was for us in the in in the Premier League when he scored against all of the best teams in the country. Yeah, yeah, that's what we can replicate that that form. Uh, Chris, it's been a pleasure having you on, folks. If you want to go and check out his podcast at Talk Norwich City, uh, do go uh, check it out. It's absolutely fantastic. But uh, yeah, Chris, thanks again. Thank you very much.